Hi, I'm John Wells, and thanks for joining us for this special series, Accelerating Open Canada. We're talking today with Keith Liu, the Open Platform Lead for Microsoft Canada, and lead of the Microsoft Make Web Not War Open Initiative. Hi, Keith. Thanks for joining us. Thanks for having me. Keith, uh, in just a few months, as we both know, Richard Pietro, uh, one of the founding members of Citizen Bridge, will be riding a motorbike across Canada as part of the Open Government Tour 2014. And I understand that Make Web Not War is supporting this. But first, tell us a bit about Make Web Not War. Where did the name come from? Actually, that's that's an awesome question. Make Web Not War has a pretty deep history. Um, Microsoft has a pretty tumultuous relationship, as we call it. I, I'm, I'm doing quotes <laughs> yeah. in the air here yeah, yeah, with the yeah. o- with with the open community. Yeah. And uh, quite a few years ago, we started a an event called Make Web Not War, and the whole idea was let's not talk about you know open source or closed source or Linux versus Microsoft, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, mm. But let's just invite all the top technologists out there and put them all in one place and do some great things together. Mm-hmm. And we called this event Make Web Not War. And it was a smash hit. And, and the whole idea was that, you know, Microsoft will host this event and we're not going to do any pitching at all. Right? Let's just do something that's great for technology. Very enlightened, I have to say. <laughs> <laughs> I guess so. It was, a, it was a pretty cool idea and it worked really well, right? And people loved it. Okay. And I think that was the first taste of people seeing that, you know, Microsoft may not necessarily always be evil. And uh, so that's that's kind of how it started. It was just an event. And when, people when, loved when it. was this, uh, Keith? I'm, you know what? I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to say about six or seven years ago. Okay. 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 So it, it's been a while. And, and after the first event, um, you know, we were just asked to do it again and again. And so we did it. We, we changed from having it once a year to three times a year in three different cities. And we realized we were getting quite a good following of people saying this is, you know, a fantastic initiative. And so we actually turned it into, a, you know, a team, right? Mm-hmm. What we're going to do is make Web Not War year-round. And um, so instead of just hosting our own three major events a year, what we do is we go around the country supporting different events, user groups, communities um, who are trying to make Web Not War. Right, and that really, all we're trying so to do way, is the, the the way the way you say that uh, it almost makes it sound like a campaign. Yeah, at, yeah. at first, that's that's really what it was, right? It was a campaign, but it's it's pretty neat, and and in the sense that it's kind of grown on its own, mm. and you know now we do, it, you know, Make Web Not War has grown a lot beyond its initial initial start right and so now we don't just focus on technologies whereas open government and open data and open standards those are those are kind of our pillars right and so that's where we try to come in and work with governments and work with communities nonprofits um, and really try to open things up okay so um, you've been doing these events for six or seven years now and and supporting mm-hmm. others what's what do you see as the vision that Make Web Not War can really help shape and contribute to that? Well, that's that's a good question. And so, at the end of it, we actually had a bit of a, I wouldn't say a rebrand, but really, the, the Make Web Not War has been around for a few years. And this year, we asked all of our partners 
and all all of our community members, you know, what does make web not war to you? And let's redefine it because it's kind of just grown into a beast of its own over the years. Mm. And so everyone came back and said, you know what, make web not war actually represents two communities. Um, it represents open source communities and open standards communities, and then there's open data and open government communities. And make web not war is really an umbrella that empowers these communities. And so our vision is to go out there and support and empower communities uh, that are all about openness, or open gov, open data, and open standards and open source. It's a fascinating initiative, and, and I'm, I'm going to come back to you in the future, and, and uh, we're going to be interested to hear more about how it progresses. But let me ask you, uh, you talk sure. about empowering other, other initiatives. So what do you guys see as some of the exciting trends for open government in Canada? There's there's just so much going on, and I mean there's so much to jump onto, and and it's really exciting right now, especially because it's just there's there's so much commotion over open gov and open data, right? and especially in the city of Toronto, province of Ontario, um, in Vancouver, and in Montreal, it seems like just everybody is is really jumping on to open gov. And th We've been doing this for years, so it's not like it's a new thing, but it feels like there's a renewed energy right now. Mm. And if anything, there's a lack of general direction. And I think this is where Make Web Not Wars is stepping in, right? And so our end goal um, over the next year is to build a central resource for Canadians, but really it's, it could be a central resource for anyone in the world, but just about open government and open data in general. Right? And that's what we're trying to turn Make Web Not War into. Because I'll, I'll give you some background about me. I'm relatively new to this role as Open Platforms Lead. I mean, I've been on the Make Web Not War team for three years as Marketing Community Manager, mm -hmm. but now as an Open Platforms Lead, you know, I take on a lot of the Open Gov, Open Data um, work that we're doing. But as I was trying to ramp up for this role, to be honest, it was very difficult to learn about open government and open data. You know, I can I can go out there and Google and Bing all I want, but the reality is there, there's about a billion websites that you can go to and you can grab pieces here and there. This is what open data is. This is what open government is. You know, there's a bit of stuff in Toronto, maybe some things in Vancouver. But if I really want to get involved and get my hands dirty, it's very difficult. And I get paid to do this. So can you imagine someone who's, you know, really just passionate and interested in doing things? They won't have the time. Mm. And so that's the whole, what we're trying to do with Make Web Not War is let's make it as easy as possible for citizens to get involved, for developers to get involved, and for governments to, you know, open up their data. Mm. So it's interesting, I was, you've answered a question I was going to ask about what you see as the challenges of open government in Canada, but it sounds like this is the, the big one that you guys want to address. You, you, you talked about the lack of general direction, but it sounds as if the, the, the idea of there being some sort of central communication resource, some sort of, uh, you know, uh, we used to call them bulletin boards, but some, some sort of uh, space where people can find out what's happening right. and how they can get involved. So you see this as a way that you guys want to contribute to, to the debate? That's right. That's exactly it. Hmm. So coming back to Richard Pietro's uh, open government tour, uh, how is Make Web Not War uh, supporting it? You know, there's there's quite a few ways we're doing that, and and Rich is probably one of the people I respect the most in the open space, and 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 I and I say this, and I absolutely mean this, simply because he's someone who does things and doesn't really think of it from a business perspective, right? Mm -hmm. He thinks of things, you know, just on the goodness of what he thinks will improve 
the livelihood of Canadians. And so there's a challenge with that in, in the sense that, you know, he's doing something that's really good for us, mm-hmm. but it may not actually work simply because there's finances and, and, and things behind it. And so we approached Rich and said, you know what, how can we work with you so that you don't have to think about the finances behind this? And I'm not trying to buy you. Right, this is not a case of that. I'm not trying to sponsor you. You're not a you're not an F1 vehicle, and, and I'm not trying to put my logo on. You. Right, yeah. that's that's not what we're trying to do. But we really believe in what you're doing, mm. and we really want to, you know, help without kind of um, obstructing what you're trying mm. to do. Mm. And uh, you know, Rich, being the guy that he is, he doesn't believe in sponsors. He does not believe in in, in that kind of thing. Simply because he doesn't want to have to report. To a corporation, and I absolutely understand. And so, as as Rich calls it, we have a patron type of relationship where he sees us as patrons. He believes that you know we have the same ideals, we want to achieve the same things, and so we're going to contribute. Microsoft to make web not war will contribute to the costs of the actual trip of the actual tour, and um, which will allow him to not think about that one little headache. Mm. Right, so he can continue doing what he does. But I mean, of course, finances is just one piece of the puzzle, right? Yeah. I mean, Make Web Not War is powered by Microsoft, and, and Microsoft does has does have tremendous reach. So where we can, we'll provide, um, you know, the connections that he needs, or if we need to find him a, a place to stay across the country, etc. We we do have tremendous reach, and which leads to the second. You know, I wouldn't say it even is the second major problem. I think it is the major problem of open government and open data across the world, and that is marketing. Mm. You know, it, Canada, like many other countries, has been doing this for years, and a lot of kudos to the many people who have been involved so far. But if you go into any restaurant or any public arena and ask someone, so what do you think about open government or open data? Nine out of ten people will probably tell you they don't know what the heck you're talking about. Yeah. Right, and so part of what we want to do with Make Web Not War and Open Gov and Open Data is really market it, you know. And, and again, that is something that Microsoft can do and has the resources to do, right? And so that's where we want to come in and help Rich as well. Hmm. Hmm. That marketing uh, issue is a big one, isn't it? I'd, I'd recommend to our listeners that you also jump across to our. A uh, fascinating discussion that we had with uh, David Eaves uh, as part of the Accelerating Open Canada series where he talks about the importance of linking uh, abstract concepts of transparency that the average person doesn't understand and isn't interested in back to uh, concepts that are relevant to everyone such as uh, service delivery and, and so forth. So yeah, mm-hmm. it's it's a long journey, uh, n- not only for Richard but for all of us, I think. So, mm-hmm. um, what what are some ways that you would see Richard's bike tour making uh, a, a practical difference and a lasting difference? You know, I think that the best piece of this is that it's a tremendous story, mm-hmm. and if I don't know if Richard ever told you the story about. You know the, the the half an hour discussion we had about his about the Open Gov tour, but within half an hour I was in. You know, <laughs> you tell me what is you know how much the costs are going to be. I'll rebudget my year and figure out a way to to to, to help out, right? Good, and, yeah. and 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 it's because it's it's a tremendous story and and it's exactly what the public needs, right? I mean, Rich is. Uh, this is going to sound pretty cheesy when I say this. But he's a noble guy. He's a good guy, 
and, and, he's, and he believes in doing something for the good of Canada, all on his motorcycle, she's going to ride across the country, camping when he needs to, and working at random restaurants to make some money to survive. I mean, he's just an average dude who wants to do well for the country. Mm -hmm. And I think that's a fantastic story. Mm -hmm. And I think that is something that you know, people, Canadians, but I think people in general can, can hold on to right, and say, wow, this is a cool story. I really need to pay attention. And so it's very much uh, giving this open government uh, discussion, as abstract as it can be, a kind of a human face uh, in a way. Exactly. And, exactly. and, and I understand that as he's traveling, uh, um, city champions around the country will be convening public meetings uh, where people can come along, both hear Richard, but also to participate in panel discussions. What sorts of people do you feel might get value from participating in these kinds of city events, in turning up and being part of it? Yeah, to be honest, I think anyone or everyone can benefit, right? Because at the end of the day, this is this is about helping our government become more efficient, more transparent, more open. So regardless of what you do, um, getting involved either as a city champion or just some as an attendee to one of these uh, open government events is something that would be beneficial. At, at these events, Keith, what what do you expect might happen? What might people expect if, if listeners are hearing this and they're thinking, you know, I might like to turn up to the Vancouver or the Edmonton event? What, what do you think might happen at these discussions? <laughs> Knowing Richard, there's probably going to be some kind of fireworks. Um, <laughs> it, it's... It's definitely going to be an entertaining show, okay. uh, but at the end of the day, there's there's going to be some education, yep. um, and and a, and a lot of it will be intimate and interactive, right? I think we we've been talking back and forth about being more like a talk show, uh, you know, whereas there's going to be interviews and, and questions mm -hmm. as opposed to just someone doing a lecture, right? Right, and and in, what I love, what I really love about the tour is that Canada is a huge country, mm -hmm. and so if you start, you know. Toronto is, is you know a major city here. A, a tour in Toronto will be very different than than you know some, than a small village town on the coast, right? Mm, mm. And I think each event, each show, will kind of have its own character, and it'll be very very unique mm, to mm. to where it is. Actually, that's a good point. That's that's a very important point. That I think it'll be a really important opportunity for civic minded. You know whether it's uh, administrators, innovators, or citizens, just to get a sense of what this means for their community. Right. Yeah. As well as make web not war, uh, Richards too is mobilising support from a, a wide range of, of thought leaders, from uh, city administrators, civic innovators, mm -hmm. and others. Who else do you feel he needs to have on board to help make this work? Well, you, we need. Citizens, <laughs> we just need as many people behind this as possible, which okay. is why I'm 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 I, I'm truly mean this. I'm very deeply appreciative of you, know, you covering what we're doing, because you are bringing some limelight, some spotlight to this, which hopefully citizens will pick up, right? But the more people we have behind this, the better. I will say to our listeners, remember, this is a podcast. It's not actually radio. So the audience is actually made by you. So pass this on. Tweet it. You know, you can actually take our podcast from the website and embed it on your own page, on your own blog. Uh, it's free and open source. It's uh, Creative Commons 
readily available. So uh, please take this and use it. Spread spread the word. So are there ways that people listening, uh, Keith, can get on board and support Richard's amazing bike tour across Canada for open government? What uh, What's he need at this stage? <laughs> I know, everything. citizens, everything. <laughs> <laughs> everything. If you've got a great idea, if you've got yeah. any way to contribute to the tour at all, tweet us, Facebook us, reach us you know, online, any which way possible, we'll talk to you. I think, it's, I think that's what's going to be amazing about this tour. It's going to be organic. It's going to evolve. You know, the, the very first stop and the very last stop are going to be very different. Yeah. Um, and my hope is that as more and more people get involved, it just keeps on growing and turning into this open government beast, right? So really, doesn't matter what you can offer, whether it's a bed for Richard to stay in in one of his stops, or you've got a really cool app that you want to showcase that's open gov and you want to get more people involved, or if you're in the government and you want your city involved and, and, and you really want to help open up your data catalog, um, you know, reach out to us. We'll find a way to work together. Right, right. I think if there's one thing I can ask, and, and you don't have to be Canadian for this, is that at the end of the day, you know, we're trying to build a central resource with Make Web Not War, right? Anything open data, open government. Um, and, you know, if there's one thing we can ask of, of readers or, or listeners, sorry, is that to please, you know, participate, right? I mean, and, and everything we're doing here is, is open source, right? I mean, it's we're, we're doing this to share. We're just really trying to build a central knowledge base. So if you can contribute, please do so. That's great. All right. Well, that's all we have time for now. Uh, we'll be hearing from Keith again, I'm sure. Keith, thanks very much for joining us. Thank you very much. It was a real pleasure meeting you. I've been talking with Keith Liu from Microsoft's Make Web Not War Open Initiative in support of the Canadian Open Government Tour. Don't forget to, to check the website for more interviews about open government in Canada and around the world, as well as how you can attend or support the Open Gov Tour. Thanks for joining us. Bye for now.